Have you ever wondered, is there more to the Word of God than just words on the page? Join us for an in-depth journey into the truth of God by means of open, Socratic conversation. In Proverbs chapter 2, the Word of God says, If you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, indeed if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Welcome to Hidden Treasures Revealed. Artificial 
intelligence. And people will, you know, people think it's great because all this stuff that, that supposedly I can do and, and other people are scared because, well, they're going to take over and, they, you know, there's not going to be any need for humans anymore. And, and that's just within itself is just nonsense. Uh, not not degrading anybody, but the reality is is that you listen to stories your whole life, and you listen to what people tell you, and you watch these science fiction uh, movies and shows, and it puts all kinds of ideas in your within your heart and in your mind, and then when something comes up because of fear, your mind just starts piecing things together in ways that they don't even go together. They don't even come close. And you think you know and you think you're intelligent, but you're not. What people don't understand about artificial intelligence is that if you're not human, you can't be intelligent. That's a fact. And that's just the way God created everything. A computer is programmed. It has to have a programmer. It has to have someone in control, and it has to have someone who can fix it when it breaks. Is that fair? And a computer does not, in essence, think for itself. And I know we have the this uh, new thing, I don't know a tremendous amount about it, but it's called chat GPT, and it's just, it formulates responses to questions that people ask, and, uh, and it seems as though that the computer is actually thinking. The, what the computer is doing is just running through, uh, in split seconds, it's running through uh, algorithms, and just by its programming, making determinations based on what it's programmed to do. If it's not in its programming, it cannot do it. it, it it's absolutely impossible to do it because it is not, uh, it is, you don't have computers creating computers. You, you have people programming computers, and they may program a computer to work a program in another computer, but it's still driven by the human. And just because we have that ability does not make it intelligence. Um, yeah, you can do things and uh, you teach a computer, <coughs> you teach a computer through programming how to answer uh, questions and that's better for the companies because, well, you just eliminated having to pay somebody to sit there and field questions on the phone where you have a machine that does it for you, and you don't have to pay that machine. Now, you do have to purchase it, but eventually you're not paying that machine, and therefore you're cutting the, uh, the worker out of the workforce in order for what? In order for you to gain more money. Well, if I can put this in place, then I get more money because I don't have to pay an individual to answer the phone 24-7. I have an automated uh, thing.
thing that does that to you. And most people have experienced something like the chat GPT. Then you call call someone on the phone and you then make this decision and make the and then answer this question and answer that question and okay and then press one for this, press two for that and tell me that doesn't get annoying when you're you actually just want to talk to the human being. And as you keep getting and then you can uh the computer will only give you the options that it's programmed to give you. And they're like, that's not what I want. And then you add, they, it says, send something uh, to let us know what you're talking about. And you say it, and it goes into something else or something off, you know, offshoot on that. And so the, the objective, first off, is when we talk about computerized uh, things, and computer robots, whatever it is, it's not intelligence. It's programming. Your computer is not smart. Your computer is doing what it is designed to do. Whatever program is in it. And yes, it's designed. And can it do some things uh, faster than maybe the human mind? Yeah, possibly. But it's still programmed. It's not thinking on its own. It does not have the ability to think on its own, to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to do this because of this, 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 and this. Because in order for you to have that programming, there has to be reason involved. And uh, anything that is animated or uh, is not human cannot reason. You can program it to have the appearance that it's reasoning. But it's not reasoning. And let's look at the word artificial just real quick. I'm going to bring up the definition of artificial. And I'm just going to read it. Because this is important that we understand that people say, well, it's AI, AI, AI. And it sounds cool. And it sounds like well, they know what they're talking about, and this is something we should be getting involved in, and, well, should they? And that's the question. The definition for artificial, made or produced by human beings, rather than occurring naturally, especially as a copy of something natural. That's what artificial is. Okay, so you're making a copy of something, but just because a copy of, it's a copy of something, it does not operate in the same fashion. It's not, it's not capable of it. You have to recognize that here's what's happened. People are so focused on AI and how it pertains to uh, computers and all these different uh, things that are going on with, with the AI. And AI, they're, they're, I think they're, they're diving it into the um, 
because if it's not the true message of God, then it's artificial, it's man-made. That, well, I've read this, and I'm making a copy of what it says, and this copy that you've made is man-made, this message of all you have to do is just acknowledge that Jesus is the Son, and you're saved, and that that's artificial. An artificial message of, no, the natural is what the Word of God says. You're taking a copy and making it into something artificial, but you think, no, it's true, just like the gospel of Jesus, well, but the gospel of Jesus is artificial. The gospel of Yeshua is natural. So you have to make sure that are you following the natural or are you following the artificial? And this goes even deeper than just the, the AI because pornography is artificial intimacy. I mean, you could take this, that this is a just coming to mind, artificial intimacy, <clears throat> artificial conversation is text messaging. Artificial communication is Facebook and Google, and, and people think, no, no, it's good. Well, but when you look on Facebook, are you really, when you're looking at somebody's post, are you communicating with them personally in a natural way, or are you just, it's a computer program that you just see images and, oh, yeah, I'm communicating, and they may get it and respond. Is that really the way of communication that Yah wants, is you just go through Facebook or email instead of the door-to-door, -door, the face-to-face, -face, that all these things are twisted to get you further away from God, which is who is the natural, the natural intelligence. And I agree wholeheartedly with this, that there is no, that computers can't be intelligent, because there's no, and you didn't look it up, but intelligence, think about intelligence, the ability to reason and to retain knowledge. A computer can't do that. All they can do is just be programmed with that information, but they don't have the ability to learn. A computer doesn't have the ability to learn, to attain wisdom, to apply understanding. Like we say at the beginning, that if you call out for insight, call out for understanding, the computer's not doing that. It's not reasoning that I really want to learn how to do this. I can't learn, and that was the thing of the 2001 the Space Odyssey was how I was learning. And then I think, well, how could you learn? Well, a computer cannot learn. All it can do is just take in what you give it. But how many people want to take in what people give them and they don't want to learn it? Just give it to me. Just program me so I can just be this artificial person walking around, not really making decisions on my own, which they are. So just some thoughts that came to mind with this. With the, There's a lot of things artificial that when it goes the opposite way of God, that make sure that what you're doing in faith is not a man-made faith, that it's faith based in what Yah's truth is. Well, it's interesting because we are majorly, especially in this country, I won't say because I, I don't live in other countries, but in this country, that we are so programmed to think that artificial stuff is good rather than to actually stop and look at the reality of it. And this is stuff until I actually just, you know, recently started thinking about this and getting information from other. I didn't, I didn't have that depth of thought on the uh, aspect of just artificial. You know, why do we have all the uh, meats and stuff in the grocery store that don't look like meat when you have fresh meat and you have a fresh cow that's in your freezer and you take it out and you thaw it, it 
is completely different than a piece of meat that you get from the grocery store. And why? Because there's artificial stuff involved in that. But we do it because well, we've got to preserve it to keep it in the store so that we can sell it and it'll last longer so we don't lose as much money or we don't or we make more money and uh, and it's it's amazing that if you actually looked at it, the amount of, of waste that is out there because of just you know, they, they make these uh, artificial things and then they put expiration dates on them. But once that expiration date goes out, they're like, oh, can't eat that because it, it's expired and we got to go buy another one, which is part of the ploy of the expiration dates. Now, yeah, some things do expire and, you know, milk is not going to last forever. It, it's going to expire. But that's a natural occurrence in nature that comes from nature. And so, yes, it will spoil. Yes, things that you have will spoil. That's why in the past they they had uh, root cellars where they kept their, their vegetables in the warmer months and they had uh, like they, they treated their meat differently. They, they would uh, cure it instead of uh, freeze it because uh, they, they couldn't freeze it. So they had to do different things but this is used as a way to make things supposedly easier. Let's think about it, okay? Artificial sweetener. And I use artificial sweetener in my uh, coffee. Uh, we, we drink the uh, diet drinks, the, the ones that are no zero, zero sugar. Uh, so the idea is we'll, we'll eliminate sugar. Because sugar's bad for them. You heard people say, sugar's bad for you, and you shouldn't have sugar. Well, no, it's not that you shouldn't have sugar, but you should minimize your intake of sugar. So what this does is it allows people to feel like they have a comfort of eating what they're eating without the guilt of, well, it's real sugar, so I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be eating this, but... Or drinking this, but you drink that soda that's got that aspartame in it, and some of those artificial sweeteners have been known to change as that soda gets heated. It changes the dynamic of it and actually makes it not good for you to drink. And we really have gotten drawn in by industry that they know that, okay, people are saying sugar is bad, so if we want to make money and we want to sell product, then we have to make people think that they're getting, that, that they're drinking something that is actually healthy for them. And people perceive that because it doesn't have sugar, it's an artificial sweetener, that it's better for you. There's a good possibility that with all the uh, preservatives and uh, artificial stuff that is involved in food, there's probably the greatest chance that that's where your cancers are coming from. I'm not going to say all completely, um, but you don't know. And 
instead of, and I would be just as guilty as this, instead of moderating the amount of sugar you intake, you just change to something else so you can continue to consume that sugar. And sugar is an addictive substance. Now, there are some people that haven't had that addiction to sugar and they control it quite well, and that's good. But the greatest majority of people, when it comes to sugar, when you, 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 can't, you can't get past it, it's like if somebody who's used to drinking Georgia sweet tea goes up to New York and gets sweet tea up there, well, you may not even get sweet tea up there because it's completely different up there. And so you don't get that sweet that you're looking for, so you got to either get a soda or you got to, oh, all right, I got the tea, but bring me, the, bring me some sugar so I can uh, make, this, make this real tea. And it's the unnatural ingredients that you're putting in a natural body that is going to affect us from illnesses and uh, things that hinder us because we're putting unnatural stuff, things that weren't intended to, to enter into the body in that form that they give it to you from the artificial perspective, that if we're taking sweet, then let's take it into uh, fruits. If fruit, if you get fruit by that, especially, they're pretty sweet. It's, it's, it's good. Uh, I've had violet bananas, violet uh, grapefruit, violet uh, oranges, and you can't beat it for taste. But what happens is, is we get addicted to the taste. And so the whole objective is that I didn't really think as deeply about how much of the chemical substitutes that are put in things that are not natural for the body. I mean, I think about the, uh, all the, the vegan stuff that you can buy in the store that's substitute for meat. <coughs> well, if you've decided you don't want to have meat, then why do you need a substitute for meat? Why do you need an artificial meat? If you're not going to eat meat, don't eat meat. And that's what Daniel did. Daniel said, you know, we don't want the choice food. We'd like to have the just the vegetables and water to drink. And after 10 days, come back. You, you look and see how we're faring compared to everybody else, and then you judge for yourself and determine whether we can keep eating the vegetables or eat the king's food. And they, they, it says they were better nourished than all the other ones that were eating the king's food because they were eating just the, uh, the natural, the, the uh, low-fat or no-fat, and it sustained them. See, what people don't realize is that when God created everything, we weren't created to eat meat. And again, I'm not against eating meat. I eat meat. Uh, it's, and God, 
Get your head out of sci-fi stuff and get it in the reality of God. Because the worst artificial intelligence is when people take the things of God and copy it from a human perspective. Put their own human twist on it. And we're making a copy of this. And they make a copy of the Son of God by calling him, uh, they call him Jesus and not what I'm talking about, the one written in the Bible, but the one they're teaching about. They're, they're teaching you about this Christ who allows you to sin, and it's okay, and there's nothing you can do about it, and that's artificial intelligence because that is formulated by man. True intelligence is based in truth, an absolution of truth. So if you speak truth, Whatever you speak about truth will not change, but it can be added to. Okay, well, this is true, and this added to it, you see how that makes it like this. Truth will never change, and that's why the Bible says God is unchanging, because their intelligence does not change. It is their intelligence is not artificial. Their intelligence is the original source of intelligence because they have the ability to uh, to bring that intelligence into humankind. But the only way we can get it is if we're following the reality of truth of God, because you, you have Except Jesus is Lord and Savior. Artificial intelligence. This is why we want people to dig in and verify what you're being taught. We don't care if you verify. We want you to verify what we're talking about, what we're saying. Because it's important for you, for your faith journey, for your family, that you actually see the reality of truth and not the artificial truth that is implemented in place. Think about, okay, the church uh, long ago went through something that they called a reformation, artificial intelligence. The Church of God never needs to be reformed. It needs to be revisited from the truth perspective, but not reformed. Once they, once you decide you're going to reform the truth of God, you're putting it in man's hand. You're taking it out of God's hand. Artificial intelligence. When, uh, in the, this was sometime in the 1200s when the actual Catholic churches, people know, the, the Catholic church formulated in the 1200s as what you see as a Catholic church, that, that was in the 1200s. That wasn't at Messiah's day. That wasn't in Paul's day. It was way down the road from that, that artificial intelligence. You decide that you're going to take the uh, the church 
away from Jerusalem, put it in Rome, and make it Roman-driven, not uh, Hebrew-driven, and therefore artificial intelligence, because it wasn't that way, wasn't intended that way, and it should not be that way. And unfortunately, many people are not looking into all the areas of artificial things that have been placed in faith just to make them feel good. And this is not the work of man, but this is the work of the enemy. This is how great the enemy uh, has the ability to do things that you can't see, get you focused and scared about uh, technology and the artificial uh, intelligence and technology and take it completely away from the artificial intelligence that every time that somebody changes the truth of God, every time that somebody changes the scripture that puts it in something different than what God intended, artificial intelligence, and it's everywhere, it's rampant, and people don't know, they don't understand, it's why there's a famine of the word of God, because people are going here and there and wanting to, well, I want to know the truth, I want to know the truth, but you don't really want to know the truth. You want to know what makes you feel good, and you accept that as truth because it makes you feel good, instead of, no, I want to know the truth, and I don't care how it affects me, God, I'm going to figure this out with you, and then you set in, because in that, you broke, and then you set a path, I'm not doing this, I'm doing this, but this is the, the uh, smoke screen, keeps people's minds because I've never heard anybody talking about the uh, this aspect uh, with humankind that we think, well, we're human, so we're intelligent. No, our intelligence was given to us from God. It wasn't something that we uh, we just came out of the blue and, and did. And you can look at it this way: atheist, the, the viewpoints of the atheist. Artificial intelligence. The, uh, the same thing with the uh, Islam and Hindu and Buddhism and all these different religions that have bits and pieces of truth scattered throughout them. But it's not the reality. It's not the intelligence of God. And so it's artificial intelligence because people are trying to figure out what it is they need to do and how they need to do it, rather than live the Bible. It's been around for a long time. Now, it's been modified because of artificial intelligence. Well, we're going to make it easier for people to read, so we've got to change this, or we've got to, you know, well, people don't understand that, so let's say it this way. That's all artificial intelligence. God has the ability to let you know what they want you to know. And you don't need to soften it. You don't need to, to dial it down and say, what do they do with, with kids? Uh, when well, we have the uh, kiddie church, and we talk to them in little voices, and we tell them these stories, and we use animations, and artificial intelligence. They, they, those kids are probably more apt and able to learn than you are as a full-grown adult. So 
she's a smart one at that. I mean, she really is, and at two years old, and she speaks, uh, not completely, but she speaks in some full sentences at two years old, and she knows what she's saying, and sometimes it's hard to, because uh, the pronunciations and stuff are not exactly there, but she's very intelligent, and she has the ability to try to just take things in and take things in that adults you get past that, and then you just want it to be easy instead of, no, you know what, I'm going to embrace this. I'm going to uh, live in the moment of this and to just take it in, soak it in, and enjoy it. And so these are some uh, interesting things that as we look at the concepts, if you dumb a child down, then they're not going to be as intelligent as they could be because you're dumbing them down. But give them good, solid, truth, information that will not change. And we have, okay, you can change your gender. No, you can't. So that's artificial intelligence that we think that from humankind, and the bad and so on, we think that a lot, of, a whole lot of this artificial stuff is good, right? I mean, diet sodas and diet drinks and all these, uh, we think that the artificial stuff is good. But let's put it in real perspective. All right, Sean, well, you know what? We've built this prosthetic leg that, It'll do exactly what your other leg does. So, we're going to cut off your other leg. We're going to cut off your leg, and we're going to give you this. How about that? Nothing wrong with your leg, but we're going to... People, you you may get somebody out there that might be like, yeah, cool, let's do it. But it's artificial. It doesn't have the blood vessels running through it. It doesn't have all the, the intricate parts. Yes, it has parts to it, but they're not human body parts. And therefore, you're getting a ultimate, something that is not as good, and it's not going to work as good, and you're jogging down the road, and it falls off. Is that natural? No. And these are things that people don't think about when you talk about this aspect of intelligence. And, I mean, it runs so deep within just if you look at things in the world, but then you take it to faith and how much artificial intelligence has been put into faith because people aren't verifying with the reality of the Bible, with making sure that they're having uh, conversations with God which are back and forth, not just one way, which means you're hearing the voice of God so that you can verify the intelligence that you're getting and you're able to get away from the artificial things. And through faith in God is the only way that you'll be able to get away from the artificial things. Yeah, you can you could decide I'm never I'm not gonna have any more artificial things 
in this life. I'm not going to eat anything that's got anything artificial in it, everything natural. Yeah, we're good luck with that now. In this day and age of what we've been programmed for, they, 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 even the natural stuff, the, the fruits and vegetables are not natural because sometimes you know, they have the, the modified, GMO modified, and uh, you've got these uh, crossbreeds, and you know, we put these chemicals on top of them. And well, we're gonna, because these people don't apply chemicals to them, we're going to call them natural, uh, organic, but yet they soak up the, the same water that rolls to the ground that all the other vegetables that aren't organic. And we get this deception in our mind because we think that it's better for us. And because we think it's better for us, we buy into the, the uh, commercialization and we think it's great. And therefore, we eat more of it. We do more rather than, man, you know what? This stuff is not good for me. And what you do with a physical aspect of eating and drinking and all that, that's, that, that's between you and you. you we're not, uh, our focus here is not necessarily on that perspective. Our focus here is more on the spiritual, artificial intelligence that people have been integrating into God and the Word of God that makes God to be this softy, this one that you don't have to be worried about, that you don't have to fear, that all you have to do is just say you accepted his son and everything's going to be okay, artificial intelligence. It's just, it's so rampant everywhere, but people aren't seeing it. And it's a shame because it's necessary for us to recognize especially from a faith perspective, the artificial intelligence. Uh, and, yeah, a lot of it sounds good. And then they, it's peppered with bits of truth when they put a scripture in there. Okay, they, they put that truth of scripture in there, but now they explain it in a way that's not true. AI. So uh, I'll turn it over to you. I've been talking for a while. That's right. The, um, when my mom was going to uh, have the Word of God come to mind, and our dependency isn't on the actual written text, but on the, the, the truth of it. And when Messiah made this statement, he said, man is not led by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And that came to mind was that is what he was saying was, mankind is not sustained by bread alone, meaning that the true life is the spiritual, that you have bread to sustain you. That's why if, if it wasn't that, then Yah wouldn't have given them the manna in the desert. That, yeah, I'm going to give you what you need to gather for this day, but really the, the sustenance is the truth of God. I was thinking back to this. The very beginning of the podcast when we started was on brainwashing and mind control. And I was just correlating this in my mind to the artificial intelligence is that the problem is that with pursuing faith, you have to be willing to understand that you've been having artificial intelligence for so long and that you're going to change it now to natural intelligence, which is the truth of God, and really embrace it because think about what keeps you from the natural intelligence of God is the cognitive dissonance. The cognitive dissonance is that artificial intelligence that's been programmed 
from your past, things that you've gone through, things that you've convinced yourself of. And that's why when you fight against something, why? Because what? That, that's wrong and that's no, wrong, like when we had before, wrong. Well, artificial intelligence, because can you tell me why it's wrong? Well, it, it just doesn't sound right. Or the Word of God says this. Well, the Word of God does say that. But are you understanding what the Word of God is saying in it? Or are you just putting what you think it means? Because you've seen this on Facebook and different things where people will write something in there and then you'll have hundreds of comments in there telling you either it's right, it's wrong, it's neither. Artificial intelligence instead of what does the Word of God say about this? What does Yah say about this? So that I can know the true intelligence of this. Think about the word baptism. How much artificial intelligence is on baptism? How much artificial intelligence is out there on repentance? How much is on obedience? And what faith actually is? And how many different denominations artificial intelligence we have all the branches, the different things that, because as I was looking at this topic, my mind first went to the robots and all the, the stuff like that, but just revelation from Yah that we're being given here about all the artificial intelligence that really dig deep to make sure because Yah is the, the source to verify that something is the true intelligence, the natural, the truth. And I thought about this from the Word, that the Word says don't add to this or take away from it because if you add to it, then you bring artificial intelligence if you take away from it. You're, it's artificial intelligence because, no, you don't need the book of Hebrews. That's not important. That artificial intelligence. If the book of Hebrews was not going to be there, then it wouldn't be there. So for every book, every letter, every circumstance in there, there's a reason for it. And if it's not there, then don't add to it. Well, yeah, I understand why the Sons of Thunder, not the Sons of Thunder, but the, the Seven Thunders, well, the only way you can understand why would be Yah would tell you this is the reason why, other than that, it's artificial intelligence. If you say, well, I know, I think that this is what it is. Well, when you say, I think, artificial intelligence, it even goes as deep to, well, I believe that artificial intelligence, because if it was natural, I know that God said this, and I know this is true. Okay, well, natural intelligence, now you can say, this is my opinion on this and I'm going to use this or that, but when we say, I know this, and you don't, you know, artificial intelligence, and it makes sense how y'all would say with the wheat and the tares, just leave them alone, because you've got natural and artificial together, just leave them alone, it'll be sorted out. We know how to tell the natural intelligence versus the artificial. If somebody comes to us and they're thinking, oh, I'll just negotiate with God, artificial intelligence, you're not going to negotiate. If you try to do it any other way than what the word says, artificial intelligence. So this is a, just a, it shouldn't surprise us, but Yah does these things. Just a, a concept like this that they're giving us, I'm saying they're giving us another big picture of do you see cognitive dissonance, brainwashing, and mind control, all that is now you get another piece, which is artificial intelligence to just draw this back and now go back. And you see how much artificial was in there? Here's what happens, too, is you get, you acquire a taste for the artificial, and you think that's the best. Well, with the truth of God, that it says, see that you tasted that the Lord is good, well, that's the natural that it's talking about, not the artificial. When you taste the natural, and you get a tasting for that, because I agree with you with the fruits, 
From what I remember, a grapefruit and an orange ripe, like a grapefruit is not sour. Like you would think that you get it from the store and you just say, get the sugar. And you dump the sugar on top. Why? Because it's too sour for me. Well, how is that when you tell somebody the truth and you're taking that grapefruit juice and you have eating a grapefruit and it'll scorch in the eye? But that juice squirts you and it's like, I can't. What do you? As opposed to, well, it'll hit you like that, but once you're, you know what? The grapefruit? It's a, it's a, the grapefruit is made the way it is for a reason, and I'm going to embrace this, and I'm going to require a taste for it without the sugar. When you start to eat it, and you, you convince yourself, no, I'm going to like this, and you require a taste, well, it's the same thing with the truth of God, that at the beginning, you're going to be cut to the heart, and it's going to hurt, but the hurting is so that you can be healed, or go through the process of healing, and learn to where now, with what we're doing now, that if we were to do things that we used to do, you can really make a difference in, hey, this just doesn't taste. No, I'm not going back to that taste anymore. I've had different things that, I know we talked about your taste changing, and a lot of that's due to COVID, but stuff really doesn't taste like it, it used to. Like even stuff that's artificial, that there's a lot of candies that I used to eat, and now it's like these candies just, even chocolate, Hershey bars, and it doesn't taste the same as like it did, it just has like some kind of edge to it, or but how much more the spiritual artificiality that's going on out here, and people will be like, no, this is the truth, and people eat it. I remember my mom years ago, she was a waitress, and she would eat the food that was at the restaurant, and she said, people don't even know what good food is, like they think this is the best, and that's what it is, that people Man, going to church on Sunday and the Advent calendar, man, that just tastes so good. And for us, it's like, I'm not tasting that. That tastes terrible. What I want is the consistent food, natural, that I don't need to add all kinds of different things to it. It tastes good. It's the truth of God. It's nourishing. But if, you, if you've acquired a taste for that, then you've got to acquire a taste for the true things. And, and it does take time because sauerkraut, Brussels sprouts, Broccoli, a lot of people admit, I'm not eating that. But if you, would, if you would acquire a taste for it, I'm convinced that you would go back and say, no, I'm not adding all that extra stuff. That It's not necessary. We just add it for taste instead of for, y'all made it for the, the manna from heaven was, this is to sustain you. But what's the further picture? My son is the manna, the true bread that comes down from heaven. He is the one that's going to give you the true bread which will sustain you that if you eat of this bread, like in his own words, if anybody eats of this bread, you'll live forever. So eating of the truth of God, the spiritual, walking as Messiah did, is you obeying God, you walking and eating the true bread. <coughs> because there's a lot of false bread out there, and Messiah said that beware the leaven and the Pharisees, beware of that, that yeast, that artificial, that'll make its way through. And we even have it now, how many artificial things are out there to where, think about what's more expensive now. Is the natural more expensive or is the artificial more expensive? The artificial is cheaper, but you got to pay more if you want a true this or that. And, and you had mentioned that. I, I was thinking about the organic. How do you even know it's organic? How do you even know that there was no pesticide on it? That all you're going by is, oh, it's organic, and you just believe it, and then it could very well be the same vegetables from the same company, and they just put it in a different bag that, oh, this was grown on this farm? Have you been to the farm? Have you
watch them harvest it? Have you watched them plant it? Do you really know? Or you just program that organic is better? Organic is better. It doesn't matter. Even though the food is twice as much, it's better. It's better for you. Why do you have stores like Whole Foods Market? Because people think that it's better for them, and therefore that's what they're going to uh, take in to their body. Then, this just came to mind. We have the Whole Foods Market. The truth of God is the Whole Foods Market, to where you go in and there's so much whole food in there, all natural. That there's just so much to it that and it keeps growing and expanding, and so we have access to the Whole Foods Market. I was just thinking about that. That you go in and everything is fresh and good and wholesome, which is the truth. Sweet as honey. The the land flowing with the milk and honey. But um, yeah, this is. I really enjoy it when y'all brings things up like this. That and they do it consistently. That stuff like this that you're not even thinking about that just ties to this whole. Uh, everything we've been talking about. All right, Tom. I'm going to show you this, and you pronounce this for this side, uh, this thing that's in ketchup. I think it's xanthan gum. Xanthan gum. Yeah, it's X A N T H A N gum. That's not a natural ingredient. In it's not bubble gum, is it? Uh, yes, that bubble gum.
it wasn't intended to be used for. Because think about the marijuana has a reason that there's a natural reason is it for an, an animals to eat it or because we don't have anything that I know of from Yad that says you're supposed to take it and smoke it and all this other stuff, but we, the plant itself, I was just thinking about, I don't know what it would do to you if you ate it like lettuce, if it would have any effect, if it would make you sick, I don't know. Well, from what I understand, that there's, um, there is a medicinal effect to it, even if you just eat it rather than smoke it. One just enhances the effect, but because uh, people have made like um, brownies and added that to it and stuff like that. Um, but just because it's a plant doesn't mean that it's there for you to eat. You go out and eat poison ivy. Well, even deer, deer will eat those little berries, but it doesn't bother them because could it be that y'all made it for, that's for the deer to eat, but not for you to eat, and then you eat it, and I don't understand why I'm getting sick. Well, that's a sign, don't eat it. Right. And so whenever something says natural products, common is a natural product. It, it comes from nature. It, it's a, is it there in the beginning? No, it comes in the after effect, but it's still a part of nature. So that could be in there because it's natural flavorings. And it's like people, and, and I've been caught up in this just as much, that you're thinking that it's better for you. Where the reality is, is that it's not. The, the, really, the, the best thing we can do is eat is eat the natural stuff. You know, if you could, you raise your own beef or pigs or uh, animals for slaughter. You slaughter them. That will give you the most natural meat that you can have instead of it going through some process and and being uh, changed or painted so the, the meat looks red instead of brown and uh, uh, added dyes to different things. And it's like, you don't understand. And then the amount of money that you pay for those things in the grocery store. But then, here's what gets me, is you have some of these places that have, that do slaughter their own and they have it in there refrigerators and they're selling it in their stores and they're charging you twice as much for the natural thing that doesn't cost you because it's going to cost you more to modify it than it is for you to take it natural. And then we take like tomatoes instead of having tomatoes and you boil them down and make your tomato sauce or your spaghetti sauce or pizza sauce or whatever it is, now you buy the pizza sauce that's made that has tomatoes in it, but it also has preservatives, additives, uh, different chemicals that aren't intended to be in food. Why? Because it makes it easier. I don't have to boil down the tomatoes and take that time to do it. It's a whole, we go to the store because canning things is uh, is a uh, it's a process and it's not necessarily simple I mean it's simple it's not necessarily easy and it's time consuming and you have to take the time to do it but the best things that we have are the things that we take time with and that we 
value and be evaluated are truly the best things. This concept of artificial intelligence, when we talk about faith in God, anything that doesn't line up with the truth of God, but here's the thing. We can tell people these things, and we can try to convince them of these things, but the reality is, is that unless somebody breaks to recognize that something's wrong, that this, what they said here, I read that in the Bible, and that's not what it said. Let me go back and, and read that again. Let me go back and read it. What they said wasn't the same, but we think that because they went to school, that they know better. No, you have people who are teaching things about God in many different quote-unquote denominations that it's artificial intelligence. It's not the intelligence of God because if it was the intelligence of God, you, you wouldn't have separated Methodist uh, schools that you go to to learn to be a Methodist preacher or a Baptist. They would all just be universal, which we're just teaching people to teach the truth of God. Well, that's not something you learn in school. It's something you learn in real world, working with God and Messiah in the gospel message. And it's so interesting that you have people that are spending
he doesn't know what he's talking about in certain things. Uh, I'm not saying everything they say is wrong, but they don't have the ability that they perceive they do to help people, especially if you're doling out medications. And it's like you have uh, people like Dr. Phil, where Dr. Phil is a class one narcissist, but people don't look at him from that perspective. Oh, they love the way he does it, and they love the, what, what he's doing, not everybody, but but in reality, he's a narcissist, and he can't fix himself. How can he fix me? How can he fix you? How can he fix anybody if he doesn't recognize his own mental imbalances and take care of them first? But we, he got his source from study and uh, education in the world. We get our source from study and education from God, where God says that he gives us the, you know, we know that there's a worldly term called cognitive dissonance, and then God lets us understand the aspect of, world, of cognitive dissonance and understanding that if you're not broken, you can't see cognitive dissonance. You can see somebody else who's broken, and you can see their cognitive dissonance, but until you break in something, you can't see the lies that you've been listening to and paying attention to your whole life, perceiving that it's true, perceiving that it's the right thing, where the reality is, is that no, you're not. You, you, you're, you live in a world where people are manipulating you for money. The colleges or a lot of colleges are giving you this information. Why do most people who go to college and get a degree end up not working in the field that they got a degree in? See, I would look and say this aspect of the Masters of Divinity. Let's, let's put it to one that we would say uh, would be a good one. Let's say Masters in Business. Okay? Masters in Divinity, if I get it from the Methodist, I'm only going to be able to be a Methodist preacher. I'm not going to be able to be a Baptist preacher, or a Catholic priest, or any of those other things. I'm not going, I don't have that because I didn't go to their seminary. Okay, so I spend that money, so I'm limited to one area. But I go to any college and get a master's in business. I can go to any business and apply that information. That makes sense. You want to get a master's in business? Go ahead. Because it will translate to all businesses. Now, will all businesses go by the same model? No. But when you learn business sense, then you can apply it in any business. Not so much. When you have these specialties like Masters in Divinity for Baptist, Masters in Divinity for Methodist, whatever it is for the, the Catholic and the, uh, you just go down the line. It's crazy. But people.
Christians. They have to break in the fact that, you know what? What they're saying doesn't line up with what the Bible says. Why am I listening to what they're saying? We have this book that's been around for a long time, and, yeah, there's been some modifications, but it's pretty much saying the same thing, but everybody else is modifying the word of it and changing it to something else. That's not right. I, no, that's not right. I'm going to figure this out. Then you can start digging in and seeing the realities that lie there, the evidence that has been there in front of you the whole time, but you don't see it. You, 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 it's right there in front of your face, but because your focus is past that, you're not able to see it until you draw your focus back and you dial in on it. And you start to play it with the reality of truth. And I promise you that the best way that you can do these things is seeking God with all of your heart and find that place of true faith in God and circumcision of heart. And God will teach you things that, that if you uh, seek to learn them, God will teach you things that you never thought you could know. God will let you understand things that you never could have understand, understood. I mean, think about this, some of the stuff that we've been talking on the podcast. How much of this did we know 10 years ago, or uh, 17, 18 years ago when we first met? No, not at all. And as you were speaking, I just had, had this picture in my mind of, you know, the song that we listened to, The Healing Begins, and I had a, a visual in my mind of you build, and we've talked about this before, you build walls in front of yourself. And until you see that wall that's there, that that's the thing is because you built it and somebody else that's coming at you with information, oh, that's not wrong because you see what's in front of you until you realize when the light is shined on it, oh, no, well, that's not right. And you set your mind, when, when you break, you, you repent. No, I am not doing that. I'm doing this. And you start, you tear that wall down so you can, you can walk in it. Have you ever played the game Pong? 1972, bringing back to retro. That's what we should be doing. Like when we make a break, that, you know, the little, you, you move the little stylus thing up and down and the little ball comes and, and you hold it there and the ball hits it and then it goes down and it goes around and then it, when it comes back again, it hits the wall and then turns and goes back the other direction. I thought of repentance in that way of once you realize something, you repent of it, and you, it, it ricochets. It has to hit the wall first to then ricochet and go into another direction. But we'll build walls up in our mind, and it made me think of when you see the wall and you make a decision, am I going to change something or leave it the same? Oh, I didn't recognize that I built that. I'm the one that built this artificial wall. No, I'm not doing that. And then you, because it made me think of Messiah when he's standing at the door and knocking, that, why do you not hear him? Because you built a wall in front of it. You've got to tear the wall down to be willing. No, I'm willing to have you come in, and then, okay, now I can come in because I'm standing here. But what are you going to do with it? Uh, I just had that picture in my mind of the wall that you, it's that artificial intelligence. You build up all your buildings around you. You've got to tear those down in order to rebuild again based on the true intelligence. And it's just, I've been there just like you, that you're like, this is not right. Something is wrong here. And, oh. Because I had the thought this morning, wow, pornography is artificial intimacy. 
because that woman or man doesn't know I'm there. They don't care about me. I'm just doing it. It's prostitution. Oh my gosh, well that's artificial. That's not the way Yah intended. I'm not doing that. I'm doing it the way Yah wants. Okay, now, when that comes up, no, this is artificial. This is not true intimacy. Because if it was, then God would say in the Word, look at pornography, embrace prostitution. It's the best thing for you. But have we done that to God where, well, God understands that I didn't pray today. God understands why I didn't go to them. They understand, and it's like, it's artificial. How do you know if they understand or not? Have you asked them? Have you, are you just assuming? Or you're just assuming that God is the way they are. Well, God's a loving God. They are love, but is it artificial intelligence, but you're thinking about them that, oh, they wouldn't do that to somebody. Artificial intelligence. Unless you know for sure and say, yeah, would you do this to somebody? Yes. Ooh, okay, yeah. Now I have natural intelligence, the natural process. So the natural, yeah, has given us the natural process to find the fullness of faith. If we try to make it a different way, we make it artificial, you're not going to get that. And when Yah says, here's, here's a natural intelligence process. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven and I'll hear their land. Well, that's a natural process. Well, no, God just meant that if you just feel sorry and then they'll heal your land. Artificial. I don't understand why this isn't working. Are you following the natural process? Are you trying to modify it? Like the, the GM, is it GM? I'm saying GM, man. I've been that GMO. But <clears throat> it's a modified, it'll even tell you that this is using a modified bioengineered thing, I don't want that. I don't want to have this message bioengineered a different way to tell me, oh, no, God is love, Phil. God enjoys this. At Christmas time, it's all about God and artificial intelligence, because where do we have anywhere in the Word of God where God says, celebrate my son's birthday? Nowhere. But that's where God would want that. Artificial intelligence. You ever hear this? Oh, man, Dale Earnhardt, he was killed at Daytona, but if Dale, if Dale were here, Dale would want us to keep on going. <clears throat> Artificial intelligence, is he here, did you ask? And verify? No, but that's what he would have wanted. And just the depth of this is just, yeah, that's what that person would want. Do you know what they would want right at this moment? They want to get away from this place of torment. That's what they want. They're not, but just some thoughts that I had about the walls that we put the walls up, and we think that we're protected there, but then, hey, you've got to be willing to have those walls tumble in order for God to come in. Because think about it, if you break, then you're willing to knock the wall down, and, okay, now I can come in, and I can help that. Well, before you couldn't see me because you've got a wall between us, just like that veil is there. Well, and I'll give you an interesting twist that might have as well went in my mind as you were talking about that.
areas of the physical life that take your mind off of the areas of the spiritual life. That if you're willing to take in artificial ingredients and stuff that you buy at the store, without questioning what this will do to my body, how will it do it?
God. 
then and eat. And uh, well, I gotta cut this and then I gotta exercise here and I got and I get it. If you're gonna be a glutton and you're just gonna sit around in a chair all day long and not move, okay, that's a problem. But we're talking about what you're sold and what you've Thank <laughs> you. 
artificial intelligence that is rampant in the world, in Christianity, in, in just about every area and organization, it's human-made. I choose to get my intelligence from God and lean on what God says so that my, I have the ability now and, and so much
as me the um well no when you started talking about it i was oh, like well you should is it that you shouldn't test those or that you should be careful just to make sure that you're not uh throwing stones and i get the the gist <coughs> i get the gist of the concept uh because you'll destroy your house but there are some things in that i uh, you have to destroy in your house like for faith we have to destroy the whole house and then then rebuild it but rebuild it with glass and transparency and then if you do that the odds are that you won't have to break any walls down because when you build a wall you put a door in it so that okay i know that's on the other side of the wall and i'm going to leave it there for now but i can access it if I need it, by opening this door, just like you store stuff in the closet. You got stuff stored in your closets at home that will sit there for sometimes a day, sometimes weeks, sometimes a couple of years. But eventually, oh yeah, that's right, I could use that. You go over to the closet, you open the door, well, what would you do with it if it was in the closet but there was no door to get into the closet? Right. There's nothing you can do with it unless you destroy that wall. That's the dividing line between the two. And it's just like that's what Messiah did for us, that he destroyed the, that dividing line. He, oh, he, within that wall that separated us from God, he made himself as a door. He didn't destroy the wall. He made himself as a door. So that for you to get into the kingdom of God, you have to go through that door. You have to travel through him. And so it's just uh, really interesting that if you want what's on the other side of the wall, there has to be a door that you can access it. Here's what we do in our mind is we spend our time building walls because I don't want that. Well, why are you building a wall instead of getting rid of it? If you get rid of it, then you have more space because you got less walls. Think about that from a chaotic perspective in your mind. If you stop building walls to hide the chaos and you get rid of the chaos, you have much more clarity of mind. Why? Because you have open space. You don't have all these walls that are built and built and I gotta cut that corner and I gotta okay, now I gotta build a wall there. And you're so caught up in this tightened corner rather than you know what? I'm gonna get rid of as many walls as I can. Some are necessary. You have altars. You need to keep altars. But they need to be behind a glass wall because we don't sit here and I just all of a sudden <laughs> and start crying. Why? Because that, that's that's it's not time for that to come out. If there's a reason for that to come out, okay, let me open the door and I'll, I'll, I'll cry. Okay, no, no, that's enough. Now go back behind that door. Otherwise, you, you just randomly will bounce around between altar to altar. And then what? There's no control in that.
stand behind that wall until I need it. Okay, great. That, that's the way it should be. And then when I, I need it, oh, I need that. Let me open that door. Let me bring that in. Okay, use it. Okay, now go back behind that door. I don't need you anymore. Not, not right now, not anymore. But, and so that's the, the concept within it. But with this, uh, Sean is so interesting and I just want to encourage people who are seeking with all of their heart to really evaluate this aspect of artificial intelligence and people who might hear this to evaluate is the information that you've taken in about God is it true natural intelligence does it line up with the word of God does it match when you have conversation with God and God tells you specifically I, if it doesn't then it's not real it's not natural and I just want to encourage people to start looking beyond what you think you already know. You think you have this great understanding of what you have, but the reality is, is that it's a deception. It's not real. Reality is natural intelligence, not the false, the fake. And so it's just uh, really important. Sean, any more words that, that you would have for this aspect? No, just it, it's just um, you need to have revelation from now on this concept of it, getting it away from the worldly AI and putting it to uh, the spiritual part and then for self-evaluation. Thank you for joining us today on Hidden Treasures Revealed. We want to leave you with this thought. The greatest treasure in life, and especially in faith, is discovery. If we try to convince you of things, you may gain head knowledge, but if we let you discover things, you will have heart knowledge to know and understand and be able to give a good answer for the faith that you have. Treasure hunters seek treasure non-stop. Seek the treasure of God through conversation with them and through their word. Ask, seek, and knock. Ask, and you will receive. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. Seek the hidden treasure of God, and you will be blessed by it.